Westplex 107.1. That's just the way I am. And Shelly tries to change me all the time. She tries to make me into, uh, you know, a hooligan kind of person like she is, you know, who uh, is out carousing around at night, that kind of stuff, right? That's called gallivanting, according <laughs> to Tiffany. <laughs> gallivanting. That's one of those words you don't hear too much anymore. My mom used to use that word. God, it's weird to hear you say that. Gallivanting around town. Hey. Yeah, Tiffany would call me and go. Are you out gallivanting, Mom? Yeah, gallivanting. Does she know that that's sort of like funny kind of stuff or what? Yes. So she does it on purpose? Yeah, of course she does. <laughs> okay. This is BS in the Morning. Uh, I am Shelly. She is Brad. That's what we call BS. We are the only BS in the Morning. There's another radio show out in, out in uh, Las, uh, Las Vegas. They call themselves BS in the Morning. Used to be because there was uh, one of the hosts was named Brittany, and they nicknamed one of the guys Sparks, which wasn't really his name, so they called it BS in the Morning. Well, then Brittany left, and now they have Izzy. So tell me how Izzy and Sparks turns into BS in the morning when we truly have BS in the morning. So it's is in the morning. Yeah, is yeah, is in the morning. Is or yeah. sigh in the morning. Right, and and you know who their spokesperson is? Is in the morning. No. It's Bill Clinton. I'm sorry. Bill Clinton is our spokesman. You know, Bill. No, they're not. He is. No, he's not. Yeah, because of the fact they hired him because of the fact that, remember, he had this one of his favorite court case back when he was being impeached. You know, they asked him, you know, he asked for what the definition of is was. Remember that? Is that true? Oh, yeah, yeah. When he, so what did he say? I, no, no, no. He he said something to the effect that somebody asked him a question. They, they were, you know, they were interrogating him or, or deposing him or whatever. And his answer was, it depends upon what the definition of is is. And is is one of those words where it's sort of like, you know, like, okay, it's sort of like elephant. You know what I mean? It's the point where like, okay, give me the definition of elephant. It's like, okay, if you don't understand what an elephant is, you're in trouble because it's pretty clear that elephant is a great big old, you know, mammal, monstrous, you know, with a big trunk. And, you know, you can't say, well, it could be a small like mouse creature. No, it couldn't. It's an elephant and it's big. And that's the way the word is. But anyway, yeah, that's well, story. Well, there's always the elephant in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've bought three of those every morning. Uh-huh. 32 degrees is going to be our current temperature. 50 for high today. Uh, some sun this morning. Uh, 8, 9 o'clock hour. But then the rest of the day is going to be pretty much overcast. Yesterday afternoon, some sun came out. Wasn't too bad for a while. You know, temperature wasn't bad for, for this time of the year. For a little while, but then it got cold again. Yeah, well, still, you know. Uh, weekend, uh, tomorrow it's supposed to rain. And then Sunday and uh, Monday it's supposed to snow. But we'll have the complete forecast by our own meteorologist, Jennifer Wojcicki. And coming up next, man, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, coming up next hour, coming up next hour, uh, write this down, Shelly. You're, 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 okay. you're, you're the scribe, okay? Yeah. We refer to Jeff from time to time. Uh, yeah. Jeff is, and Shelly knows about Jeff, Jeff is a world-class radio programmer. This is what he does for a living. I mean, he is the guy that puts on, you know, big-time radio stations. And we talked about this earlier in the week that you're in the radio business. You don't have it that much anymore. But in the old days, you had what they were called air check sessions, where there was a tape of you being on the air. And you would sit down with Jeff, like the boss man, and he would critique you. Oh, you didn't say that right. No, you shouldn't have said that. No, you shouldn't ask that question, that kind of stuff. And little did Shelly know that I sent him one of our – actually, he listened to one of our podcasts. I didn't even have to send it to him. That's what he told me. And he's given us two critiques of the show. As a matter of fact, is, he, is this true? Yes, yes, and he's 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 actually giving me audio critiques of the show, 
and uh, I'll play those next hour and see. Oh, that's something that you've chopped up, isn't it? No, it's Jeff. I wouldn't chop up Jeff. I mean, you know, it's not Jeff. It's Jeff. It's Jeff. Let's do that. uh, Let's do that just after seven o'clock next hour. So an hour from now. uh, I'm calling BS (laughs) on this, just so you know. Yes, it's the truth. (laughs) You're just setting me up for some kind of BS. I just know it. I am not. It's Jeff critiquing the show. And and, and unfortunately, uh, at least unfortunately for Shelly, the sections that he critiqued, it's mostly Shelly talking. So. Well, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> I critique so, my own self. <laughs> so, so next hour, it's going to be Jeff critiquing uh, Jeff, the master radio programmer, critiquing Shelly on the air. So um, also. And I, thank you for letting everybody know this before you let me know this. <laughs> I appreciate that. No problem. And also, I will tell you about my interesting experience. Let's do that next hour as well, too. My interesting experience in a schnook store yesterday looking for chocolate Little Debbie's Christmas trees. I have to tell you, it was really enlightening. And you're, you're, and, and you're going to say this is BS, too. This is, uh, you know, I mean, first off, Jeff is not BS. We'll hear him next hour, for real. And then uh, we'll hear, I'll tell you about the, the situation that happened when a schnooks employee approached me in a schnook store yesterday after I was trying to find chocolate Little Debbie's Christmas trees. Was it a Christmas miracle? No, it was actually, it was, well, it was a Christmas miracle in the respect that I found out that I'm not the only guy that craves chocolate Little Debbie's Christmas trees. You can go to the store right now, and you can get tons of those vanilla ones. They're everywhere. Yeah, you can. You can. Boring. Go, yeah, who snooze. wants? Yeah, who wants those vanilla ones? You know, it's the chocolate Christmas trees that do the job. You know, and it is indeed. Yes. So we'll talk about that uh, next hour as well too, and uh, we'll talk about all sorts of stuff. And here's the the ground rules of the BS in the morning show. Everything that comes out of my mouth is the absolute truth. But with Shelly, you have to sort of, you know, slice and dice as to what you think is BS and what's not BS. So that's the rules. Well, thank you for that. But I'm really not all that creative, well, Brad. It's, it's we in- both know this. It's interesting. It's interesting because of the fact that there's, you know, we're actually starting to get feedback on the podcast now. And I actually got a, a text from somebody yesterday that asked me if it was true about all the different jobs you've had. Because, uh, you know, we talk about, you know, you're a circus performer and you're a taxi driver. And the one that they didn't really understand or they didn't believe was that you used to be a drummer in a, poc- a punk rock band when you were in high school. And uh, they were going like, come on, is that for real? I go, yeah, yeah, she was pretty good. You know? I could tell you what it was, but I don't know if it's fit for air. <laughs> Okay, we're going to take a break. Uh, it's BS in the morning. We'll be back. Westplex 107.1. Don't take the money. Yes, that's what Shelly tells me all the time. I got all these people, you know, offering money to uh, be spokespersons uh, for their uh, products and things like that. Shelly says, no, don't take the money. That's not what I say. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I uh, say they want you. How come not me? <laughs> there you go. That's more like it. Uh, <laughs> it, it is BS in the morning. It that's is that's not true, everybody. Just so you know, it is six nineteen. Man, I have a story that I wish I could tell on the air. Maybe one of these days I can. Uh, something that happened to me yesterday. But anyway, weird things happened to me yesterday. Remember, it was last. It was just last week when I got hit by a car in the Freddy's parking lot. Remember? <laughs> yes, I remember that loud and clear. I, I had uh, well. I, I think that's what your 49th live. 
ah, man, I don't know. You know, it's sort of crazy stuff. I mean, weird stuff happens to me, you know? Uh, oh, I, I will tell you this, that uh, I talked with Gus yesterday at Chris Offenberg. I mean, talking about weird things happening at Chris Offenberg, Ford Lincoln. And, yeah. And um, Gus is the general manager, great guy. Uh, he, they had $80,000 worth of damage at, at the dealership. And you know what happened? No. They were getting a new roof put on the building. And you know how when they put you know the new roof on they you know they have the truck that lifts up all the new roofing material onto the roof and then the roofers come and put it on you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay. Well, they have that they you know the commercial building has a has has his building has a flat roof. I don't know if you've ever seen this before, but it's like these four by eight panels of insulated roofing material, and then they have like laminated on one side of the panel they have like plywood. So in other words, it's like a it's like almost like a four by eight sheet of plywood that's got like two inches of insulation laminated on it. You know, and then what they do is they put the insulation down, you know, when they tear off the old roof, they put the insulation down toward the roof and then the the uh, uh, plywood panel is on top and then they put um, you know a roofing material you know like they roll out roofing material and then they seal it or, you know or a membrane kind of deal and then they seal it okay so the truck had just come and put all these big stacks of this uh, roofing material on the roof of the dealership and they were waiting for the roofers to come up and it was all you know it was big like big stacks of it but it was wrapped with that shrink wrap stuff you know they you know they they rank that yeah. you know and the big winds we had a couple weeks ago yeah blew the shrink wrap off and the panels flew in the air and hit a bunch of cars oh no way yeah yeah eighty thousand dollars worth of damage uh, you know, holy macro. And it's funny because we were kidding about the fact that, like, you know, you hear dealers all the time talk about hail sale, and that happens to them, you know, where hail comes through. And typically what happens is one of two things will happen. Either, you know, the insurance companies will, will you know, uh, pay them for the damage on the cars. And if the damage is really, really, really bad, they repair the cars. Sometimes, you know, if it's really severe hail, they actually total the cars. They total the brand new car. Uh, but most of the time, uh, if it's minor, they'll, you know, they'll pay them for the damage, and then they'll give you the discount you know and quite honestly i'm driving around in a car that's got some hail damage on it and unless you look real closely you don't notice it uh, you know what i mean i mean you know there's some cars that, that that just get the daylights beat out of them well anyway he said that um, one of the cars that when the roofing hit it went through the roof of the car because the roofing it, apparently the roofing material it started it like you know, it hit the roof of the car. It was like a spear. Yeah, and it like shattered. The plywood did, and it actually penetrated the roof of the car. Can you believe that? I can actually. Wow. Haven't you ever seen Twister? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Cow. Yeah. I, used, I used to play it in high school. Another cow. Yeah, I used to play that in high no, school. No, I think that's the same cow. <laughs> No. <laughs> anyway, uh, Gus says hi, uh, and uh, hi Gus. Yeah, Gus is uh, Gus is an interesting guy. Uh, Gus, uh, he is. He's 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 a diamond in the rough. Gus likes to dress up, and not what you think. He does dress? He's, he's very GQ. He had well. He, first off, he dresses very well. He's always very well dressed. But he also has two characters that he plays, and one of these characters is Santa Claus, and he's a really good Santa, and the other one is. Colonel Sanders. I I can see that. He has a Colonel Sanders outfit, and he goes down to the Kentucky Derby uh, and uh, wears his Colonel Sanders outfit. And people come up to him, and if you got to know Gus, but uh, it's a chick magnet. 
because the women, especially the young women, come up to him going, it's Colonel Sanders. Let me get a picture with Colonel Sanders. It's Colonel Sanders with a puppy. Oh. <laughs> no, he doesn't have a puppy. But anyway, that's that. That's He Gus. probably has nice socks, and that's what's the chick magnet. Oh, my God. Here Shelly goes again with this goofy nice stuff. Nice socks on a man is like <sighs> red stilettos to a man. I, 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 I have never heard a woman say that she's attracted to a man other than you attracted to a man because of his socks i mean i call bs on that that's just bs it's bs i'm just telling you like a man who's papered with nice socks oh god wonderful. here she goes yeah right 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 okay so what how about the guy yesterday i went into well, I actually was in the schnooks i walk in the schnooks and here's a guy and i'm not saying it was like super cold yesterday but it was cold here's a guy in schnooks with a heavy winter coat on. I mean, like a heavy winter coat on. He's got his hood up. He was right in front of me as we walked into Schnooks. Heavy winter coat. He's got his hood up. And he's got shorts and sandals with no socks on. And I'm going like, no, hold on. What's wrong with this picture? You know, if he's wearing shorts. He was from Florida and didn't come prepared. Well, if he's wearing shorts and sandals and, and a heavy he winter coat. He just got coat, in town, Brad. Oh, I don't think that was the case. It's just so weird looking, you know. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I'm, you know, hey, look, you know, people make fun of the way I dress. Hey, that's fine. You know, but but it just was one of those things you see that and you go like, OK, you know, if the guy would have had like a light jacket on, go, yeah, you know, he doesn't the cold doesn't bother him. But, you know, why are you wearing like a parka kind of coat with a hood up and shorts and, and sandals? Don't your toes because get cold? Because he knew it was St. Louis and he came prepared. I don't think that's. The, I think he was a local. I don't think he was from Florida. I mean, who, who, I bet you anything he was from who in the right? um, a southern state that's beautiful down there all the time. And then he heard that the snow was coming on Sunday, and thought, "I need to bring my parka." Okay, first off, who in their right mind from Florida would be here in the winter? That's why people have places in Florida. They go to Florida. It's called for, Christmas, Brad. No, well, it's not Christmas yet. We've got today's the thirteenth. We still have another what, what twelve days? Yeah. Oh, you know what? That's right. Twelve days. Oh, of and Christmas. you know what else? On the today's 12th. Friday the thirteenth. That's right. That's right. Hey, we're gonna take a break. We'll be back. Six twenty-six. Westplex one hundred seven point one X's and O's. Interesting song. Good morning to you. It's BS in the morning. I am Shelly. She is Brad. Our website is BS in the morning dot show. Shelly told me a really funny story off the air. Can we tell that story a little bit later? It, I mean, it's, it's it's about your health situation. You know, we got to be HIPAA compliant and everything like that. Can we uh, dare talk about what happened to you yesterday on the air? Yeah, that's fine. Is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. You sound somewhat like hesitant on that. No, it's fine. You still sound very hesitant. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, it's fine. How I, I don't know which uh, how other way to Brad. Oh my gosh, it's fine. That's better. Okay, now I feel much better about talking about that. Do on you the feel air. better about it? I do feel oh, much better. Oh, because good. Because yes, I'm yeah. so glad you do. Yeah, you know, I, I don't. I don't want to embarrass you. I never try to do that. You live for that, Hildebrand. What are you kidding? <laughs> what do you mean I live for that? I, I never would say anything to embarrass you. You know, never. <laughs> oh, no, never. Like Not last you. week when you gave Pure me... Pure as the driven snow. A week ago, last week, you gave me a coach purse. I did. <laughs> and she said... She said he, he look, and, and is, is that a real one or is that a knockoff? I'm sorry, excuse me? I said, is that a real coach purse you gave me, or is it a knockoff? Watch my lips. Well, I heard what you said. Yes. And that's just like asking a woman how much she weighs or how old she is. How much do you weigh and how old are you? 
And was that a real Coach Purse or a knockoff? <laughs> it's really none of your business, and it is real. It is real. Well, it's a real purse, but is it a real Coach Purse? <laughs> yes, it's a real Coach Purse. Stop it. I carried it around Friday night, and I got all sorts of compliments. <laughs> I did. It's like the nice sock. That was your purse. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. And, and a lady came up to me, and she said, you know what? First off, your Coach Purse caught my attention. And then I saw your socks, and you had me at your socks. I go, really? See? I'm really? telling you. Really? Chick magnet. Did you tell her that you were papered? <laughs> Explain. Pete, you say that all the time. What does that mean, papered? Somebody who's got a degree. Uh, I have two of them, and they're worthless. I'm telling you. You know, They're not worthless. I, I, you and know, I'm just telling you, a papered man, tell, tell someone that you've got your master's mm-hmm. or your doctorate. And, and once you're in, like once, Flint. Once again, once again, I I am a guy right now that, and don't get me wrong, I am a huge proponent of education. But I think that, in a lot of respects, formal education has really, really, really let a lot of people down. And uh, you know, I feel strongly about that. Now, I say once again, if you want to be an attorney, if you want to be a lawyer, if you want to be a CPA, if you want to be um, a um, um, what would be another degreed person, you want to be a pharmacist. Yeah, you got to go to college. You got to get the degree. Communications major. No, that's a waste um, of money. You know, business wa- and finance. Nah, that's a waste too. You know, if, you know, if you're going, if that's you, not wasted. Get an MBA or you know something like that. Get, you know, get, yes, get, get, yes. An, get an accounting degree. That's you know, I mean, that's that because it's something that it's useful all the time. My degrees are worthless, totally worthless. You know, that's, I spent all those years and all that money. My life. It is true. I mean, I've never. What are your degrees in? With the exception of teaching college, which required me to have a master's degree, I have never been hired for any job with. Because of my degrees. Matter of fact, when I first got what are in, your degrees in? What are my degrees in? Yes. Astrophysics. Okay, that's BS. <laughs> what are your degrees in? Women's studies. <laughs> well, do you want me to give you your grade? <laughs> no, I mean because because you know yesterday I took grief on this because uh, matter of fact I had two people that texted me. And said that you were right and I was wrong about teachers, you know. But once again, and here's and here's my point. My point is that how many times have you met or do you know a teacher who all they do is complain about their job? Oh, my job's so hard. Those students, their jobs are hard because yeah, but, parents aren't taking care but, of their kids. They're taking care of them. I'm not again, saying that, but they're they're coddling them and and their milk toast to their children and then the little hellions go to school and the, the the teachers have to try to give them some form of you know stability and you have to kind of like you know slow them down Look, so I I, I I hear what you're saying but nobody has them handcuffed to their desk at school I mean if they don't like the job and they complain about that they don't make enough money and they work so hard and blah 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 and they don't like it and the students are tough find a new job you know I mean you know once again it's to the point where where if you are in a situation where you're not happy with that situation the best situation for you to do is a either change it and you're not going to be able to change that because that's the way the system's set up and the kids are still going to be obnoxious and everything like that and the administrator's still going to you know be a jerk to you or b find another job and and you know and, and the, I agree with that you know if you're not in any job whether it's teaching whether it's I, look, what we do, you, whether it's you and being I are an accountant, the, 
if you're not happy in your job, life is too short. You never know when your time is going to come. Find something that brings you joy. Well, but, I agree with that. But more, Not specifically exactly towards teachers, but in general. But that's m- a life rule. But more importantly, as we go through you know, the years, things change. And there are jobs that used to exist that don't. But yet teachers, they're always there. You know, to the point where it's a stable profession as far as like you're always going to need teachers because there's always going to be a need for grade school teachers and middle school teachers and high school teachers. You know, that's just the fact, you know, but yet there are other jobs that disappear. I mean, you know, there there are people that have jobs that, you know, I mean, you know, like, for example, I mean, I I knew a, a guy that worked in a data processing center back in the day. And you know what his job was? He was a punch card guy. You know what I'm talking I, about with punch I cards? I know that. Remember punch I mean, cards? I don't know that, but I know what that is because I took that in college. Okay, right. Okay, how many computer systems use punch cards anymore? None. So the idea being is that he had he had a job that disappeared. You know, and he complained and moaned, oh, I lost my job. Why is it? Well, I'm a punch card operator. I go, yeah, and? Well, they don't use punch cards anymore. Okay, dude, find another so job. So did he get some other type of training and, no. and go on to do something no, other? No, he complained about thing? it. He complained about it for years, and he was on, on, on unemployment for, I'm going like, okay, move on. You know, I mean, you know, things just change. You can't, you know, what what exists today. Life is fluid. That is true. There, there's so many jobs. Look at the situation is is like, like you know, so many jobs that in, in the course of our lives that don't exist anymore. I mean, they're just gone, you know, and to the point where for somebody to just moan and groan and complain. But once again, that's the advantage the teachers have that until they come up with robots that can, you know, you know, thank you, turn in your homework. You know, I mean, that kind of stuff, uh, you know, I mean, they're always going to have a job, but then don't complain about it. You know, and, and, you know, and then, you know, here's the deal with teachers, like some of my friends, they graduate from high school at 18. They go away to college. They graduate at 22. They get a job. They work for 30 years. At, you know, at, and, and to the point where my running joke is most teachers, if you say to them, hey, how long till retirement? They'll say six years, five months, four days, three hours and 22 seconds. It's like everybody s- does that. That's uh, in a job n- for 30 years. No, they don't. That's baloney. Yes, they do. But once again, it's the wrong attitude. Remember, I had this. It doesn't matter if it's wrong or right, Brad. They do that. That's not just teachers. I had this conversation with Chris Heifel last week, and it opened his eyes. I told the story about how once upon a time I I listened to this this sermon on TV about this preacher talking about how how retirement is ungodly. That's ungodly to to look forward to retirement because what do most people say when they retire? I want to do I'm whatever. I'm going to get to do anything, anything I, want I want to do. I want to do whenever I want to do it. Selfish, selfish, selfish. You should always be serving other people. You should always be helping other people. And just because they're retired from their job doesn't mean that they're not out serving the community. Okay, I had someone recently. I had a business deal with, and this person told me. And at first off. Uh, they're in a pickleball league. You know what pickleball is? No. Okay, pickleball is this new sport, and it's mainly s- played by older people. It's like, it's sort of hard to explain, but it's like a scaled-down game of tennis, but it's sort of like ping pong. So in other words, it's like you have a smaller court, and you have these paddles. It's not like a racket, but you and have are you, paddles. Are you, are and, you passing and, a, I mean, are you hitting a pickle? 
No, it's I, don't ask me why they call it pickleball, but it's it's like a ball, and you have these hard paddles, and you hit the paddles. You know, you hit the ball back and forth. And it's usually played played with four people. You play like doubles, and they have this area near the net. And what they do is they do it on purpose so you can't get really slam. You know, like the, you see the tennis players go up to the net and slam it over. There's an area in the in, in front of the net called it's called ping pong, Brad. No, it's pickleball. Look it up, Shelley. And there's an area in front of the net oh. called 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 the ki- the kitchen and you're not allowed to go into that area okay so anyway the point this person explained to me that and this person is employed and working hard but likes to play pickleball and complains about the fact that when they go and play pickleball all the other people they're all retired everybody they play with is retired and they all talk about well what are we going to do today hey let's go to lunch and then uh uh let's go get coffee somewhere and uh, and 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 you know the comment was they have no direction. They're just like they play pickleball, and then they just like do nothing all day long, you know. And uh-huh. and because so they're they're are, re- these, they're are they teachers? No, they're retired people. Oh, so first we were sitting there yakking on the teachers that are you know can sit there and tell you, you verbatim. I actually had um, one of my mentors actually in the FAA. He had a countdown calendar. Oh, don't even talk of to how many that. years, months, and days uh, and hours, even, uh, that's, seconds. That, it's so sad. It's sad. You know, I mean, and let's say, okay, here, let me put it this way. Okay, let's say a doctor said to you, "You have four years to live." Okay, you're gonna, oh. you have a disease, and we can tell you pretty much the exact day that you're going to die. Would you put that calendar up in your wall? Well, I've got three no. day, three years, you know, 322 days and four hours till I'm dead. No, I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't want to know. Okay. So I don't go to psychics. So it's the same thing with retirement. When you retire, you die. Well, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. If you get something that's a passion of yours and you go for it and you do it and you get up every day because of it. And that's not part retirement. Of something bigger than yourself. That's not I don't retirement. Think retirement equals that's, death. That's not retirement. Hey, uh, Shelly's always wrong, always right. We got to take a break. We'll be back six forty-seven. Westplex one hundred seven point one. Get a connection. Good morning to you. It's six fifty-three. This is BS in the morning. We have a website, BS the Morning Show. Uh, we want to thank the Allen's Tree Service people for sponsoring our studios. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Allen's Tree Service does great work. Don't think that this is the time of the year when you don't do that kind of stuff because this is probably the ideal time of the year for them to have you come out and take a look at trees that may not be in the best shape because once we get in, we've already had uh, some wind situation with branch, you know, with limbs down and things like that, but you don't want that tree, uh, when it gets some ice on it, coming over on your house because when it comes through the roof and, uh, and it punctures your roof and goes into your living room or your bedroom, guess what? You get wet, and you get cold, and it's no and fun. And cold, and then and then the guy from the uh, the city comes and condemns your house, and you have to move out. So you don't want that. Call the Allen's people now. Have them come out and take a look. Uh, they'll do, give you a free estimate. More than happy to come out and take a look at it. And once again, they're not just a chop shop. In other words, they're yeah, they won't come out and say yeah, it's got to come down. They may say no, it's in decent shape. Just needs a little bit of trimming. Needs to be a dead wood and that kind of stuff. Or they may come out like with Shelley's house and go like yeah, that needs to come down. Yeah, that's so, out of there. So, you know. So anyway, they're they're good people. Locally owned family. They'll take care of you. Okay. Uh, we were talking about last break. We're talking about retirement, and I know you're tired of talking about that. So we won't talk about retirement anymore. Retirement, retirement, retirement. No more ret- retirement talk. Okay. Okay. Good. <laughs> and did you look up pickleball? 
You thought, I didn't. Uh, I got involved in something else. Well, I, you know, I, I, I hadn't heard about it until recently. And, and if you look it up, it talks about how it's played mainly in retirement communities, but now it's gotten sort of mainstream. And there's pickleball leagues in the St. Louis area. Uh, you know Veta? Veta Sports there in Cottleville? I do. Veta has yes. Veta has pickleball leagues, um, and I think some of the matter of fact, talk to your talk to your guy. He's on the radio here. Talk to the guy at the O'Fallon YMCA. I bet you he'll tell you the whole story behind pickleball. I bet you they play pickleball at the O'Fallon YMCA. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him. Yeah, and and because you think I'm giving you BS, but honest to goodness, and it's gotten to be so. Sort of, according to yeah, there is something like that. Yeah, according to uh, according to who? What's your source now? Are you looking at Wikipedia? I'm looking at Google right now. Okay. And and like I said, it's like it's, I think it's like half the size of a of a of a tennis court. But yet, what's weird about it is, is they have like the two you know places where if you play doubles, but then they have this thing. Don't ask me why they call it, but they call it the kitchen. And this is an area in front of the net, and I think it's like five or six feet, and you're not allowed in that area. So in other words, you can't go up to the net and slam, you know, like in, in like in in volleyball or like in. In uh, um, you know tennis, you can't go up in the net and you know and, and stuff you know like in volleyball stuff uh, you know uh, you know jump up and whack it down you know right in front because you that you can't go in that area. It's and why they call it the kitchen, who knows? What is the pickleball of your album? <laughs> what are you reading? Sorry. <laughs> That's the way Shelly reads. You know what's funny is Shelly can't read without. You ever know anybody who can't read without talking? Shelly does that. Yeah, and I can't put on mascara without having my mouth open. That is a true statement for a lot of women. So women out there, if you're putting on your mascara and your mouth is automatically open, let me know. Well, hold on, so I now. can prove to my boss that there's something that that that's a true statement. I wonder if that's on Wikipedia. Are you just saying that's for women? I have the same problem too when I put on my mascara. Whatever, Brad. <laughs> Mr. Coach Purse Wearer. Takes a it takes a uh, <laughs> takes a secure man to walk around with a coach purse. Well, I got two different two sets of comments. First off, the people were impressed I had a coach purse. The other one, people were going like, "What are you doing with the coach purse?" <laughs> <laughs> it's his purse. I'm going like I'm going like. Hey, it's not a purse. It's a purse. By the way, um, what? Well, I don't want to connect the two, so I won't do it here. But we, I have something else we're going to talk about next hour. Okay. Oh, you're just you're just full of stuff today, aren't you? Or maybe we'll hold it the next week. I tell you what, let's hold it the next week. We'll do it on Monday, you know, because we got a pretty full. You know who we got coming up next hour? You know who's coming on, right? Uh, Jeff. No, well, Jeff. Well, Jeff's going to be here in about ten minutes, but we got Jack Frost <gasps> coming up. Jack Frost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, we'll talk to him. It is six fifty. Seven. Westplex 107.1, good morning to you. It is 7.03. This is BS in the Morning. Our website is bsinthemorning.show. I am Shelly. She is Brad. Good morning to you, Brad. Good morning, Shelly. <laughs> uh, going to be a good day today. Uh, temperature's 33 right now. It's supposed to hit 50. Some sun early this morning uh, till about 10, 11 o'clock. Then it's going to be cloudy all day long. We'll have the complete forecast with our favorite meteorologist, who is Jennifer. Jennifer Wojcicki. She's coming up in about a half an hour. Okay, two things to talk about this break. First off, number one, I learned something yesterday. What did you learn, Brad? CBU. I'm sorry? Cluster box unit. Okay. Okay. Uh, that doesn't 
sound. This has to do with the post. My, my ha- mind went somewhere else, but go on. This has to do with the postal service. Okay, uh, the postal yeah. service is trying to cut down costs. So if you notice, sometimes you, and, and you know it's one of these things you don't really know about until you you know sort of find out Experience more. Experience it. Yes. Um, a lot of places now, the postal service, like especially if you build like, a, you know, like a new office, let, let's say like a shopping center or something like that, they won't deliver mail or like, let's say like an office building, a smaller office building, they won't deliver mail to each individual office anymore. They have one of those boxes that's like out in the parking lot that has the, the you know, like it's almost like a you know post office box, but it's sitting like on mm-hmm. a pedestal out in the parking lot. You yeah, know what I'm talking it's about? been around forever. Yeah, it's a CBU. No, it's not forever. It's been around for like about 20 years or so. And it's interesting because Maybe that's forever. it cuts down on the cost of them quite delivering a bit mail. than you are. Yes, that's right. So I learned about cluster box. There's cluster boxes. That's what they're called. CBUs. Okay. Cluster and what box about them? I just learned about them. I thought it was interesting. Oh, yeah, some of them are so some of them are privately I'm owned. So enlightened now. Thank and some you, of them Brad. are owned by the the uh, uh, by the uh, building, you know, property owner. Uh, they're getting more and more popular, like in apartment complexes, you know, where they don't mm-hmm. deliver mail to each individual address. They have like a cluster box. You get a key and that's where your mail's at. Isn't that interesting? You could care less, right? It actually is interesting. Now, those have been around for a long time. Well, the apartment ones have, yeah. But the kinds that you see like sitting in, in, and mainly it's because of the fact, I think it's one of these deals where anything, any kind of a new building the Postal Service has, any new building that's built after such and such a date, they essentially tell you, we're not going to deliver to each individual tenants in the building. Uh, And the way it works is the postman shows up with his truck and he opens up the, he's got like a master key and he opens up the thing and he puts the mail in all the boxes and then people can come in the parking lot and get their mail. Or wherever it's at. Should be could be inside the building. But anyway, cluster box unit, CBU. Okay, now CBU. Yeah, CBU. So you learned something today. So when you I see did. when you see your postman today, you go, Hey, hi, hey, hey, you do you service those CBUs? And he'll go, Yeah, we service the CBUs, we service the CBUs, and he'll give you all this technical jargon. You'll go, Okay, thanks. I'm going to be sure to do that today, actually. I bet you will. Okay, we have this thing called air checks. And what's running right now is I have a recorder that's running this show. And every single day we're on the air, or right now what we do is we turn it into a podcast. But back in the day, and I sent this to Shelly, back in the day when you were a disc jockey, and they don't do it as much as they used to, but you'd get critiqued. It was called an air check session. You'd go into, after you'd get off the air, you'd take this tape that you recorded that was you on the air. You'd go into the program director's office, and he would play the tape, uh, and then he would critique you. Oh, that sucked. That was no good. Why'd you say that? That was stupid. That was some of the things that used to be said to me all the time. And so I've told Shelly. Shelly keeps asking me, since we've been, been doing the show for almost six months, hard to believe, how do you think we're doing? And I keep, what's my answer when you ever say, what do you think? How do you think we're doing? What do I'm I always say? I'm too close to it. I'm too close to it. I always say that. I'm too close to it because... It's like I can't critique myself because I'm here and I need a disinterested third party. So we got Jeff, who is a world-class radio programmer. Yes, and, he is. I mean, this guy is like one of the best of the best of the best. And at first he goes, eh, I don't know if I want to do that. I know you and you're sort of a friend. And I don't know if I want to do that because you might not take it too well. So finally I convinced him. And I he actually he, he took one of our podcasts and he sent me two comments and what he does is instead of like writing things down he just like turns on his recorder and just records some comments and just emails them to me okay so i just want to warn you shelly i just want to warn you okay are you ready i'm waiting i'm waiting with bated breath okay after one of the breaks that i did this is what he said 
And then after one of the breaks that you did, he said, Okay. <laughs> okay, clearly that wasn't Jeff. So I knew it was going to be something like that. Here I'm all excited because I actually get to be critiqued by the man. And it wasn't him. <laughs> well, you, you, didn't, you are so full of BS. Well, this is what he said about you. Listen again. I already heard it, Brad. <laughs> he thought he was in altered states. He thought he dropped acid. <laughs> yes, Brad, we get that. I can't believe you played that. <laughs> but what's interesting is, you know what he told me one of the favorite, favorite parts of the show is? What? Well, he he said he said you know actually he sent this back to me and he said this is pure genius. Is he ready? Yeah. Bradley, take that <laughs> off right now. <laughs> he said that He's was gonna get mad at you. <laughs> that was pure. He doesn't listen anymore. He got he got so tired. <laughs> he burnt out. <laughs> He's probably listening right now. No, going, he's not. I am so going to throat punch you. No, he's not. <laughs> okay, okay. You got me all excited and everything that I get to. Aw. Okay. You better redeem yourself before this before this hour's over, buddy. Okay, Jeff, one more time. What was that about, Shelly? Stop it. <laughs> Who is that, by the way? That you know who that is? This guy. We need to. Is that Joe Biden again? No, this guy is a character. He he's he looks like he's like eighty years old, and he's funny. <laughs> he's a U.S. representative from Louisiana. His name is. Are you ready for this? And I'm not kidding. His name is John Kennedy, not the John Kennedy who is the president, but really? John. Yeah, his name's John Kennedy, and he's he's a Republican, uh, a, a, a representative from Louisiana, and he says crazy stuff and what's interesting really, about it is does. he's got sort of he's got a little bit of a southern drawl to him you hear that and when he <laughs> says some of these things it's to the point where they're so funny and i think it makes it even funnier because he has sort of almost like a i don't want to make fun of him but he almost has like sort of like a a, a cartoon kind of voice you know doesn't that sound like a voice that would be like in a cartoon in some kind of cartoon but <laughs> That's what Jeff said about our air check session. <laughs> so, Thank you, Brad. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> so everyone, if you could do me a solid, if you could do a sister a solid, What's if you're that? listening to this station or you're listening to this morning show, the BS in the morning, <laughs> and if you've missed our show, if you could listen to the podcast and truly give us some feedback, I would so appreciate it. Well, you know what Jeff said about you, Shelly? Yes, Brad, I got it. <laughs> we got and there are people out there shaking their heads going, you are such a man-child. I am. We're going to go back to music. It's 7-Eleven. Westplex 107.1. That is one of my all-time favorite songs. I know you're obviously rolling your eyes, Shelley. Skater Boy by Avril Lavigne. 
I actually like that song. That's one of the naughties we play on the station here. This is the naughties and now. The naughties are the zeros. Uh, once again, we've had this discussion because if people, if you ask people about, you know, what the uh, the uh, decade between 2000 and 2009 is, people, well, I don't know. It's the zeros, the 2000s. No, it's the naughties. Not N-A-U-G-H, N-O-U-G-H. Not means zero. So Didn't that's Didn't you that. have somebody that said that they couldn't advertise with you because because we play naughty songs that was the guy that was the guy at the at that uh, deal last week at the edc it was the it was some political guy he was like a chairperson or something of the republican committee or something like that i gave him the card and he goes oh we'd never advertise in that station because you play naughty songs and first i didn't know what he's talking about and it says in the naughties and now and i go oh no 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 it's not naughties like n-a-u-g-h-t-i-e-s it's n-o like not and he said to me, what does not mean? I go, not means zero. Was he 12? No, he was probably he was probably older than me. He was probably like 90 or something like that. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he, an old guy. he knew what not was. Yeah, Everybody yeah, does. Yeah. Well, you know what's interesting about that song is the idea behind it is it's sort of funny because I'm the exact opposite of that song. Uh, that, you know, the idea being is that I think all of us who have been out of high school, knew people in high school that we thought, oh, my God, that that guy, that gal, you know, they're never going anywhere. And then you find out they're like a multimillionaire or they're like on TV or they're an athlete or something like that. With me, it was just the opposite. You know, on the radio. All, all the girls would say to me, oh, Brad, we think you're going to be so, so successful. And then 10 years later, I'd run into them, oh, my God, you failed. You're a radio guy. How does it feel to be have such a terrible job? People and, do not think that about radio personalities. <laughs> yeah, they do. They, no, they don't. They know the truth. They know we're all we're all degenerates and stuff like that. You that, know, that is not that true. That go, is not what people they, think about we, DJs. We go in the studio and we talk to ourselves all day long. You know, it's like no. you know, crazy uh-uh. stuff. I, that's a hard no. I disagree with you. Yeah. That's BS. No, I'm telling you. You need to stop I'm telling it. you, I had several women that wanted to marry me in high school because they thought I was going to be very successful. And then later when they find out I was in the radio business, you they'd, are very successful, they'd call me Brad. up and they'd go like, I'm so glad I didn't marry you because I thought you were going to be successful. But look at what you're doing. You're talking into a microphone in a studio. How terrible is that? You, 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 I'm glad I never had anything to do with you after high school. That's what now, you know as well as I do that being on the radio is like catnip to women. It is not. Get it's out like of the here. drummer. No. Yeah, you're the drummer. You're the drummer for, what was the name of that group you're in? Can I say it? <laughs> Jay Bong and the One Hits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> People think we're making that up. That was the name that's of a band. That's, no, that's true. Okay. The band was called J Bong and the One Hits. <laughs> so here's here's my story from yesterday. Okay, I am a Little Debbie's freak, and I am upset with Little Debbie's because my favorite Little Debbie's are the cakes, and they have them in different kind of designs and shapes and things like that. The cakes that have the chocolate icing. They have white cake, and then they have a chocolate cream center. Okay, and, and I, they're delicious. I stole one of so his. You I'm had not one. Lie. You, you, they were really good. Okay. Oh my god! So, it was it was delicious. So it used to be to the point where you could buy them everywhere, and they had them like as their their hexag hexagonal hexagonal or if that's a word, whatever it is. You know, they had different sides. I'm six sides, and now they only have what they call the zebra cakes, which are white outside, white icing, white cake, and white cream filling. Okay, so. Every once in a while, and and even to the point where they still didn't come out with the my favorite Christmas cakes, which have the chocolate outside and the white cake and the chocolate cream inside. But they did come out with them this year with the chocolate icing, the chocolate uh, cream in the middle, but chocolate cake, which still wasn't bad. Okay, so I have been trying to buy them up. And Shelly bought some for me. And, uh, you know, when I go to the stores, I always look. So yesterday, I'm in a schnooks. And... I'm at the display, and there's boxes and boxes and boxes of the white ones, you know, the white icing. 
And every once in a while, you know, if you if you you know, there'll there'll be some some ones mixed in in the back. So I'm like rifling through all the boxes, and a lady from Schnooks comes up to me and she says, she says, "Are you?" And I swear to God, she doesn't she doesn't say hi or anything. She walks right up to me and she stands right next to me, and I stand up and I think to myself, "Okay, I'm gonna get in trouble for looking through the little debbies." And she says, "Are you looking for the chocolate Christmas trees?" I swear that's what she said. And I go, "I am." And she says, "That we don't have any more." And she says, "And I've asked the little." Debbie's guy, and he told me that they're out of them, and he tried to even back order them, and they don't have any of them in stock anymore. And I go, so how did you know I was looking for the chocolate? She says, we have people in here all the time that are looking for chocolate Christmas trees, and we sell out of them really quick. And I go, really? And she says, I had two people yesterday, because I guess she works in the bakery department. I had two people yesterday come up to me and say, do you have any more chocolate Little Debbie's Christmas trees? No, sorry, we're out of them. So I'm thinking to myself, I'm not the only weirdo in the world. There's other people that like chocolate Christmas tree uh, Little Debbie's. Well, you aren't the only weirdo in the world. And yes, other people do like the chocolate Christmas trees. I almost had, when I got those... I almost had to, like, fight this little old lady. She had blue hair, but she wanted them Christmas trees. And by God, I wasn't going to let her have them. So that was the police call. It doesn't matter if she had a little elf hat on and little bitty shoes that had the little curlicues on the tips. I was not going to let her have those. Hey, 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 that was my mother. What are you talking about? You're going to get in a fight with my mother? Come on. (laughs) Hey, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. 724. West Plex 107.1. I just I opened up the microphone and I knocked over my Salvation Army bell because I, I was reaching for it and I didn't necessarily want to make that noise right when I did. But anyway, hey, that's the Salvation Army bell. Don't forget when you're out and about, uh, put some money in the kettle. Right, Shelly? That's exactly right. Be Shel- generous. Be give generous. Give little, give big. It doesn't matter. Just uh, put something in the kettle or use your phone and just ha- open up your camera and just hover it over the little QR code that's on the right above the kettle and your phone will actually um, pick it up and you can donate that way if you don't have any cash. Right, and I'm not Easy trying to peasy. and I'm not trying to brag or anything, but when I went to the Schnooks yesterday in search of the little Debbie's chocolate Christmas trees, I hit the kettle on the way in and the way out. So, you know, it's not just a one-sided, you know, do it both sides. Hey, it is that time of the year when it gets cold and a certain guy heads south from are, are you are you like a north pole kind of guy is that what you are jack frost well you know i've i've got uh, an igloo at the north pole i've got a chalet at the south pole so that does technically make me bipolar if you want to go there <laughs> but uh, I, I do consider myself um you know when i do like census records and whatnot i do put that i am north polish Gosh, I, North Polish. Polish. Hey, by the way, do you know that speaking of North Polish, there's a Polish pottery place there on uh, Main Street. Did you know about that? I did know about that. It's very exciting. Okay, now, since it, yeah. explain to me, what is Polish pottery? <laughs> what is Polish pottery? Well, it, 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 it's, it, it, it's, it's pottery that you, you eat off of, and then all of a sudden uh, you're able to speak it's great. It's a wonderful thing about St. Charles Christmas traditions is you, 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 even not only the Santas you get to meet are from around the world, you also, the pots you use are from around the world. It's magic. Now, that is true. There are a lot of different shops there that specializes in, uh, specialize in things that uh, are not your mainstream thing and from other countries. Absolutely. 
really, I mean, you want to talk about if there's someone who is in your life that is difficult to shop for, you've got a little something for everyone down there, which is refreshing, you know, to go around and see all these little niche things and, and quirky little doodads, because everyone needs a quirky little doodad for Christmas, Brad. Yes, I know that. Uh, this is Jack Frost. He is one of the, how many characters? We've got over 40 different characters. And you are on Main Street, St. Charles. They call it Christmas Traditions. Uh, how many years has, I know what this, how many, what's the anniversary for Christmas Traditions this year? How many years? It's the 45th anniversary, which makes me happy because, you know, since I'm cold, I'm all about the blue. And the 45th <laughs> anniversary is the Sapphire anniversary. Oh, listen to you. Uh, so and that means that we're having a blue Christmas. Oh, yeah. Oh, you and Elvis, right? You like that Elvis song, right? Yeah. Well, you know, my favorite Elvis song, not many people know it, but Elvis was actually uh, one of a set of triplets, and they once did a song together, and it was called We Three Kings. <laughs> oh, God. Do you stay up night thinking of these? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's rather sad. I'm just there. I weep silently into my pillow as I stare into the abyss and come up with the puns for the Thunderdome. <laughs> Jack Frost is one of over 40 characters that is on Main Street in uh, downtown St. Charles. Uh, Christmas traditions. Uh, how many years have you been there? This is 14. Holy cow. Holy cow. Tell me about it. That's what we call an ice age, really. <laughs> you've been there on an ice age. Uh, it is an amazing adventure if you've never done it before. Uh, the characters are out. What's the schedule as far as all of you uh, and your compadres out there? What, what nights? Sure. Wednesday and Friday nights from 6 to 9. Uh, we're there all day on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. And then noon to 5 on Sundays. And then just for a little extra added cherry on top of the cake, our final day is... Christmas Eve uh, from noon to two. Really? Christmas Eve? So that is a, if I believe that's a Tuesday, correct? That is a Tuesday. And, and Santa, even though it's a busy day for him, he makes time to come to St. Charles. Then we do a little Santa send-off for him, a little rah-rah pep rally, and then, then the season comes to an end. Now, I, I know it's been busy down there, but has it been like crazy busy lately? I mean, lots of people showing up? Absolutely. It's it's one of those things that, you know, it's not just called Christmas traditions. It really is a tradition for people. And so they, they come down, and as we get closer to the big day, it just gets busier and busier. But uh, it, it's, it's a great festive atmosphere. And, you know, they say the more the merrier. Yeah, I hear you. Now, I, I, I have to give you a little bit of a bad critique here that uh, I, have a, I, have, I have a friend of mine that went down specifically to meet you and when she approached you, she told me that you gave her the cold shoulder. Ooh! Well, you know, it's better than giving her the, um, shall we say, blue moon. <laughs> you, you, you never miss a beat, do you? <laughs> Moon. Okay. Okay. How many? How many Santa Clauses are there down there? There are uh, Santas from twelve different countries. Now that includes if you come on Wednesday and Friday nights, we actually have something for uh, people who are looking for something a little wonderfully weird and wacky. We have a thing called Krampus Carnival, where all the naughty 
characters from around the world and folklore and literature, they actually take over Santa's depot, because Santa's in the North Pole on Wednesdays and Fridays. So you can meet like the Icelandic Ogris uh, Grilla, the uh, German half-man, half-goat Krampus. We have the Kali Kanseroi, who are Greek trolls. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> so it's bizarre, but it's fun. Hey, now hold on a minute now. Those, are, those people all live in my neighborhood. Oh, there we go. <laughs> well, come on down. We'll have a block party. <laughs> or either that or they're all people I've worked with in the radio business, one or the other. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <zing>. <laughs> Jack Frost, appreciate you being with us. And once again, uh, tonight, what, 6 to 9, did you say? 6 to 9 tonight. Tomorrow? And then 10 to 9 tomorrow, noon to 5 on Sunday. And if people want to find out more information, the web address is? Yes, stcharleschristmas.com, or you can find our Facebook page, St. Charles Christmas Traditions, on the Winternet. The Winternet, I love it. Jack Frost, you never disappoint, I'm telling you. <laughs> Blue moon. Now, thank you, sir. Now, be careful knocking over those Salvation Army bells. You know, every time the bell rings, an angel gets its wings. You yes. can't just be giving those things out. You're not like Oprah. <laughs> you get a bell, and you get a bell, and you get a bell, right? <laughs> okay, have a good one. We'll talk to you later. It is It is 7.40. Westplex 107.1. I try to play positive music in the morning, not the stupid songs that Shelly wants me to play, but good, up-tempo, positive music. <laughs> First of all, it's not a stupid song. It's a great song, uh, and you need to play it some more. She got mad at me because I took out one of the songs. But that song is a good song. It, it is good good to be alive right about now right 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 and by the way i I, you know you never know who's listening remember i was talking about half an hour ago i was i I don't i wasn't making fun of him he sort of took it personally but um i mentioned about the guy that i was i walked into schnooks and the guy was right in front of me had this great big winter park on with the hood up but yet he had shorts and sandals on Um, yeah he called me and he wasn't really happy with me and he explained to me why he doesn't wear wear long uh, pants i know it i know it (laughs) That's what he said. What did he say? He said, I knew it. As sure as I'm standing here, I knew it. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, tomorrow is the Salvation Army St. Charles County, uh, what is it, the Mayor Bell Ringing Challenge, where the all be- the mayors yeah, and is. all elected the people. Elected officials, Bell Ringing Challenge. Elected officials, uh, Bell Ringing Challenge. And there are, what, seven different locations tomorrow? I don't know the answer to that question. Vicky's going to send me over the locations and the times. So look for us. We'll be doing Facebook Lives uh, from all the locations that the elected officials are at. Right. And what, and, um, and this is a competition. Essentially, what, what happens is uh, they count how much money each of the different cities collect at the various locations. They're either like at a Wally World's or a Schnooks or a Deerberg's. I know that uh, St. Charles usually is the Deerberg's right there on Zumble and 70. Uh, uh, then we have uh, Mayor uh, Zucker from uh, Darden Prairie, who is normally out at that Schnook store right there on Highway N, right there at uh, 4064, where it all comes together out there, uh, 364. It you used know to be Shop and Save. Yes, used to be Shop and Save. And we've got the yep. other mayors. Mayor Pagano is usually at the uh, Wally World there on Jungerman, right? Isn't that where he usually hangs out at? Yes. And yes. then we've got the Wentzville people who are out at the Wally World there on Wentzville Parkway, just north of 70 in St. Charles. Our Excuse me, in Wentzville. Uh, I'm trying to think who else went. The Cottleville people are usually there at the Schnook store right there on Mid Rivers Mall Drive. So tomorrow, when you're out and about, if you're at any of those locations,
locations, and especially if you want, if you're a resident of one of the cities out there in the West Plex, St. Charles, St. Peter's, you know, the, all the ones, Wentzville, O'Fallon, you want to be the winner of the uh, elected officials bell ringing challenge. So put some money in their particular kettle and they might have the uh, winner next year. Last year was a Cottleville again, right? gold kettle. Yeah, Cottleville was last year, wasn't it? Cuddle was last year and the year before. Yeah, and we and we know why they won. There were too. people putting a hundred dollar. <laughs> yes, bills it was amazing. It was amazing in the kettle. Yes, it was amazing. Okay, one thing before we go. <laughs> Do you want to talk about this next week? Our <laughs> Shelly has. She says the most bizarre things to me off the air. Shelly had some uh, health care uh, tune-ups yesterday, and she had um, an MRI, right? Yes, I had an MRI. And the MRI technician was seeing weird things on the MRI. He was doing He was. He was doing your head, right? So he was Yes, he it was, was it was an MRI <laughs> in my brain, and yes. Why is it anything surprising that they would find weird things when they were looking at Shelly's brain? But anyway Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> no, my point. What did he say to you again now? So <laughs> So, by the way, there's nothing wrong. I, it's just a standard thing. Yeah, so, right. I go and I get this MRI, and the technician, you know, you sit there and you roll in the MRI, and you're like in a little sausage maker-looking thing, and then you just sit there, and you can't move, and you can't do anything. And I was trying really hard not to move, and he calls, he pulls me out, and he, he talks to me, and he says... I'm getting this image that's like from your, from your, the side of the right side of your nose. Like it's like, you know, overlaying into your brain. And I said, he's like, I, I don't see that. Have you ever had a nose job? And I said, no, I have never had a nose. I've never had work on my nose. And he says, well, I don't know what it could be. I go, oh, it's probably the glitter I have on my face because I, Glitter's my favorite color, and I wear glitter eyeshadow, and I wear glitter bronzer. And so I had to literally have this man give me a wash, wet washcloth and wash all the glitter off my face so, the so MR- we could continue. The MRI was picking that up? Yes. Wow, bizarre. I never thought about that. Interesting. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yes, you've had a nose job? <laughs> yes, he did, actually. That's the part I forgot to tell you. Isn't that a little personal? Hey, you ever heard nose job before? Yeah, yeah. Well, I just, didn't know what it was because it was call it, it was causing an artifact, air quotes, yeah. an artifact right, 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 on the right, right, right. side of my nose. Uh, I, I'm not going to tell you the story today, but how about if we remind me to tell the story Monday where I had a similar occurrence where when I had my bad accident, you know, a year and a half ago, whatever, how long it's been, where the tractor trailer hit me, where they did the MRI, and the guy, <laughs> and when the doctor was reading the MRI, uh, the MRI guy didn't pick it up, but the doctor was reading it, and he starts saying to me, well, I won't tell you the whole story, but it was pretty funny, uh, because he asked me, he says, he says, you've got some serious issues. <laughs> And anybody would say that about Brad. <laughs> well, it was funny because uh, they then determined. Isn't that funny when people say that kind of stuff to you? Well, I think it's hilarious. It's like when I have when I have <laughs> okay. my when I had my eye surgery, which went wrong, uh, and uh, when the doctor says "os blank blank blank," you know, fill in the words. Uh, you know, so happy it's Thursday. Oh, oh, you know, oh, you know what? And and I'm thinking to myself. It's never good when the doctor operating you says, oh, blank, 
you know, you know that things are not going right and you're the patient. So anyway, anyway, uh, we're going to take one more break. We'll be back right after this. It is 7.57. Well, that is going to do it for BS in the morning. A couple uh, parting comments. Uh, you're going to talk about, we just played the ad for the Burbash. You're going to talk about uh, what the uh, Burbash is all about, Shelley. Yeah, the Burbash is a little black book, Women in Business. Angel Magasano is the founder. And what they do, they don't do a lot for the community. It's 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 an amazing, um, it, it, it's amazing. So the, what the Burbash is, though, it started, it started with um, a little cart full of like 15 toys to donate to the uh, Marines for Toys for Tots. Now it's grown into um, an event, a really elegant event with a toy train. They're hoping to get uh, over 20,000 toys and um, it's grown and grown and grown. And I just wanted to thank everybody. We've had, we've had Burbash sponsor boxes all over St. Charles County and to my recollection, there was probably 99 boxes that were given out this year to uh, collect toys. And you've heard some of us, some of some of them uh, on our radio station. So, but I just want to say thank you to everybody. I mean, it really does take a special person to go out of your way, buy a toy for someone you don't know, put it in a box. And I just want to say thank you for taking those moments to do that. You've really truly have made a child's christmas i told you i was at the uh, i was at the rendezvous cafe there on main street in o'fallon on wednesday and the box was filled to the top to the top yes wentzville fire protection district has six boxes wow no kidding is that which 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 station is that at at the main one lucian house uh building one or house one that's the new fancy one right it is where they have the marble floors that the that the fire trucks sit on, and 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 all the hinges in the in the in the offices are gold. No, but they have this beautiful <laughs> terrazzo logo. John Schneider when will be mad at me, right? When you walk in the door, right? it is beautiful. Yeah, it's a cool place. I'm making fun of the fact it's actually very nice. It's a neat place, it's, and it's my, quite lovely. My, that's where the admin offices are. Well, my favorite Chief thing John is John Schneider, Fire Chief John Schneider. I know that you listen to him. Oh yeah, uh, he gives you yeah. uh, my tips and tricks right, right, because right. he cares. Yeah, and my favorite thing is their uh, I don't know what you call it, their practice thing, which is made out of old uh, shipping containers in the back, which is really cool the way they. Got it it really up. isn't. And people come from, I mean, fire departments come from all over to use that training facility. It's cool. It's cool. Okay. That's going to do it for us. Another week in the can. Uh, you can check out our podcasts at uh, podcastbs.com. That'll take you to the Apple site. You can go to uh, bradbs.com, which will take you to our site where the podcast, you can go to our website, which is westplex1071.com. They're there. If you go to bsinthemorning.com, they're there as well, too. It's all over the place. Now, Shelly. I'm going, to, I'm going to have you, you know, you always do such a good job at this. I want you to go I'm ahead. I'm not doing it today. <laughs> so you can just move right along, sir. It's come 803. On, you got to introduce the most nope, important man. I'm not going to do it. No, come on, go ahead. I promise nope. I, won't, I won't do anything bad. I promise. That that was yesterday. I yeah. promise. Well, today's so, Friday. No. I would I would never do anything on a Friday. Brad, I'm not going to do it. No, just, Shelly, just go ahead. Just go say, and now, here's the most important man in St. Charles County as he steps to the microphone. Go ahead. Go ahead. Come on. I'm not going to do it, Brad. Come on. Brad, you're wasting people's time now. Come Just on. No. <laughs>
bring up Caleb. I have I've had people say to me, that's the best part of your show when you do the sign off and Shelly is always doing the goofy stuff that she does and, and she's always saying weird things instead of Caleb saying, you know, and so so I mean you can't disappoint those people. Those people will have a bad No, I really can't. They'll have actually. a bad day at believe, work all believe day. Believe me everybody when I tell you by me not saying this, I'm doing you a favor. Say they'll, thank you. They'll have a bad day at You're work. You're welcome. Because they didn't hear you do it. I mean no, I'm not going to do it. Brent. People tell me I talk too much that you should talk more, and that's why they want you to introduce. I talk just enough. <laughs> they Thank want you. you to introduce the most important man in St. Charles County. <laughs> Come on, Shelly. It's not happening today, Brad. Oh, Shelly, you're no fun. And I wasn't going to do anything crazy, I was just going to do this. Now, the most important man in St. Charles County steps to the microphone and says. 